If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Today's chat's been brought to you by International Horse College. We have a mission to improve the welfare of horses throughout the world through the safe education of riders, handlers and trainers and that's what these chats are all about. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Today's guest is going to further us in that mission to educate riders, handlers and trainers and she's going to talk to us a little bit about head shaking and what could be going on. Uh, Equine craniosacral. Maureen Rogers. Maureen, how are you? I'm doing very well, thanks. Good. Appreciate it for having me. Appreciate you spending the time, Maureen. I think this is um, important information, you know, head shake. It's like how many people, there's so many things, you know, could be this, could be that. But I think if you've got information there that's going to, to not just help people sort the problem out, but help the horses. So we'll get going with that. But I normally start off with a favorite quote, Maureen. What have you got? My favorite quote is go big or go home. Tell us why that's your favorite quote. Uh, To me, it means show up for life. Step out there, do it big, or just forget about it. Go home. Okay, okay. (laughs) Present what you got. Yeah, yeah. I just think the quick chat that we've had, you know, it's like putting in 110% effort and getting out there and doing it. So um, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, this whole equine craniosacral, yeah. The workshops and everything that you do. Uh-huh. How did you get involved with that? You know, it's a little bit of, I don't think we've had anyone on. We've had, had nearly 600 people on. I don't think we've had anyone from that field, so which is why I'm so excited to talk to you. Yeah. How did you get into it? What started it? Yeah. Well, it all started um, because I suffered a severe neck injury myself. Oh, that's interesting. And I uh, had a really severe neck injury snowboard in a snowboard accident in 1994 and um, lived in severe pain for a year. And I had a very active sport life and that active sport life was gone. Mm. So it wasn't an option not having it. So what used to be normal to ride mountain bikes and ski and rock climb and do all these crazy things and ride horses, I didn't have that. And that was not a way for me to live. So a friend at the time said, you need to try this therapy called cranial sacral. And I thought, what the heck is that? Mm. You know, and um, I tried it, got, received two sessions, and um, the results spoke for themselves. I had my normal crazy wild life back. Um, being an athlete of what nature I was. And I was curious, studied it for humans and um, was intrigued by what happened and studied it for many years with a Scottish osteopath. And all at the same time I was studying it for humans, I got back into riding horses and I had a horse that had an injury, a young foal. And I just was like, I'm going to do cranial sacral on the horse. I didn't (laughs) think about it. There was nothing that existed at the time. And it just was, it was instinctual, honestly. Mm, It was just like, mm. oh, just do this. Yep. And that's how it all took over the world. (laughs) You know, that's, it's just from there. And I just put it together. And a colleague at the school where I was teaching at the Utah College of Massage Therapy said, if you love horses and you love cranial, do something with it. So then I developed it as a therapy in the horse industry and have been doing that since 1998 and taught my first workshop in 1999. And 
yeah, never look back and won't because it's, it makes a lot of sense. So, mm, yeah, mm, mm. labor of love. Look, I love bringing in all these new things that people may not have heard about, you know. You're really pioneering mm-hmm. the field of this particular type of treatment. You know, we keep looking at the holistic yes. treatment and how one thing affects the others. Um, I know you've got a couple of DVDs. So you're talking about confirmation versus posture, myths unveiled, yes. and also, the, you know, the cranio, what is it, hope for head shakers. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. those DVDs are good and, you know, obviously they're um, on your website. You'll be able to get a bit more information. Um, yes. But um, getting into the horse industry, you see a lot of professionals, you know, if you're working, you see yeah. people who are passionate about their horses and yeah. amateurs and professionals. But yeah. to be a professional in the horse industry... Tell me the type of person that needs to be a professional in the horse industry. What are you seeing? You know, people who do a good job of looking after horses and um, everything else. Yeah, to me, a lot of it is, number one, you show up for that horse because that's what you're getting involved in that industry for. And that's foremost, and it's beyond your reputation. It's beyond your ego. It's about the horse. And to me... I never, that's not even a second doubt anywhere in my body. I get paid well for my private consultations, but I'm, you got to show up first for that horse. That's mm, first mm, and mm. foremost and have yeah. the integrity and know where your limits are in this industry. Like if there's something out of my spectrum of practice, I need to know that, yep. Um, yep. you know, and know which re- professional to refer that to horse trainer, equine dentist, farrier, mm. you know. Uh, homeopath, it doesn't matter, acupuncturist, chiropractor. Um, but it's really important that whenever you go to meet in this industry or any animal field or human field, that in this instance, the horse is number one and you got to show up for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've talked about, you know, the first foal that you treated. Yep. Have there been any others that have, that you think, wow, you know, I'm glad that I was here for that horse? Oh, there are several, but there's some that stick out more where, um, and many times I am the last option for the horse owner. Mm-hmm. Um, they've tried everything else, Western, Eastern, with um, limited result, no change, you know. Um, and yes, there have like Hector, who was the head shaker, who was in the, made the DVD about him. Oh, yeah. He was very impactful. Uh, in my life and seeing and learning and opening up huge doors for horses who suffer from this condition present day. So they all touch me in different ways, but there's definitely the handful of them that really touch you in a different way because they're at the edge of the possibility of the door closing on their life. And, you know, I have the uh, opportunity and um, the privilege, truthfully, to be able to help them. So, yeah, Mm. but Hector was a big one and that was um, a few others here and there around the world. Elfie, another head shaker in Australia, who I worked with for many years. Um, a venting horse in the UK from Team GB, who I treated, Tankerstown. Um, yeah, there's just different ones, but they all mean something, and I'm not prejudiced to them. But there's they all teach and me different things all the time too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, your proudest moment, you know, obviously each time that you know the horse improves. Yes. Can you think of a moment that you'd say, this has been my proudest moment? You know, even just people asking you to look at a horse. I think having a horse, you know, where you're the last resort. Yeah. What would you say would have been your proudest moment? God, you know, that's that's a big question you're asking. Mm. Um, Mm. 
proudest moment. Um, and you might come back and say, look, you know, every time I fix a horse is a proud moment. Well, it is truly that because to me it's an honestly privileged, you know, and it's a compliment that these people trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, yeah, there's a horse, uh, Max. I was just talking to the owner, and I haven't seen her in years and years, and um, he's one that sticks out, but there's many of them. You know, it's a tough to call. Mm-hmm. Um, he was 19-year-old quarter horse, went lame. No one could figure it out. The vets told the owner to put the horse down, and the owner said, look, I don't have much money, and I heard you're expensive, but I know you can get the job done. And I said, okay, here's the plan. You know, we'll do one session then. I leave the country and I'll come back. We'll do another session, but I'm going to give you homework. Yes. And if you do the homework, I promise what I'm going to show you, your horse will get better. Yeah. And she did it religiously. And she rode that horse for eight years after that. And the horse was just put down recently um, for other issues. And I, I, you know, that is a proud moment because she trusted me and she took what I taught her and put it to good use. It wasn't cranial. It's things I give all of my clients for homework that I put in my DVD because I know it's about what is possible from horse owners, trainers, I don't care, grooms, that if you do some hands-on simple things, you could help break down the larger patterns that exist in your horse. And that was pretty pivotal, I have to say, because she was dedicated. Yeah, yeah. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is, that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine, maybe one day you could be a guest on Horse Chats. Now, what about, you know, because I'm sure you go to new areas and, and new horses and new problems, what do you think is one of the more common, you know, because we're thinking about education, educating people. Yep. What can they yep. look for? What can they, can they do anything or any type exercises or just give us a bit more information? Yeah, I mean, the simplest things for people to look for to, you know, say if you have a horse that has a behavioral issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yep. simplest thing to look for is the symmetry in your horse's face. Okay. Um, yes. Because a lot of horses' behavioral issues, to me and in my experience, and to me, there's two different behaviors. There's natural behaviors to the horse. There's, you know, okay, you're, you have saddle fit that's not correct and the horse is behaving a certain way. But then, say, a spooky horse or a skittish horse or a nervous horse. of that plus is from cranial compression. And if people could just look at their horse's symmetry and structure of their face, and that is the biggest clue because 99% of the time, the eyes are not in alignment due to injury and compression. And then the horse spooks more on the one side. So it's simple things that people just knew what to look for. They'd be way ahead of the game. And then there's a therapy that they can get the help with with the horse, you know. Uh, Another thing would be looking at your horse's posture. Traditionally, it's known or believed that 60% of the horse's work is on forehand. Yeah, and you see 
when if your horse was to stand there, your horse's front legs are behind the shoulder or underneath the shoulder. Yep. But that indicates your horse is overusing the fore and not using the hind end correctly. Mm-hmm. So if you're having canter issues, that's going to be a clue. So it's the simple little things like that. If people could learn to see those things, it, then they can t- take steps forward to making changes. Okay. Does that okay. answer yes. your question a yes, little? Yes, I think so. And I think it's about as, you know, as horse people. To be observant, to notice all those little things. It's so important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I fully agree. And honestly, what's amazing to me is 90% of the time it's the horse owner that says, I noticed this weird little thing about my horse. And they're so spot on. Yes. But they don't trust themselves or another professional talked them out of it and said something else. Or, you know, it's the self-trust. And I'm telling you, it's just trusting. Even if it seems like the weirdest, wildest thing, (laughs) trust it. Yep. Because you're on the right path 90% of the time, without yep. a doubt. Yeah. Now, what about if you go in? Do you get other professionals? Or I'm sure you would have come across someone who, who just says, oh, come on, that's that's crazy. That's just wishy-washy. It's not real. <laughs> it's not, you know. What sort of challenges or people have challenged your thinking and how have you overcome it? Yeah, no, I love those people because a good skeptic makes you, you know, show up even more to be like, yes, here, yes. you know, because it, it's very um, w- cranial sacral and what you seeing being done looks very mystical and there could be a little mysticalness to it, but it's truly bringing the musculoskeletal tissue into balance. And it's more deep than that, truthfully. But yes, I've come across many skeptics and a lot of it truly is when people see the change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you see the horse transform, that's the big point where people are like, wow, okay. You know, but for those people and how you get through it is you just have to realize though you focus on the horse because mm-hmm. the horse knows. And any time there's been a moment and the few times that there has been, you know, the horse is showing me the result and that's all that matters. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. you know, that's where it lies. And then how soon, you know, is it like, I know that one you said, well, I can do one treatment and then you do these exercises. And I think earlier on you said two treatments or you had two yep. treatments. Is this something that's going to reoccur because there's a weakness there or is it, you know, you can do one or two treatments and then the horse is fixed forever? Tell us a bit more about well, the treatment. Well, I'll say, you know, there's acute and chronic conditions, yeah. And okay. If I have a more severe case, like if I have a head shaker and the only option is putting him down because he's so severe, I have to treat that horse differently than a horse that's being, you know, just a horse, somebody's casual horse, or, you know, your regular hack. Um, who they're out just having a good time, but then it's not used for competition. So I have to, I look at that very differently, those each cases. Um, but generally anyone with their horse, I say generally five sessions is the best. If you really want to break down the layers and get a really balanced horse to train and continue to train on it, you maintain that here and there. But what I love about cranial sacral is you don't once a week or you don't need it, you know, every 10 days, um, and every case is truly individual. But what's amazing is because we decompress the head and we include the treatment of the head with the whole body, Yes. what's beautiful is the balance stays. I mean, I just treated a horse today, and I haven't seen that horse for five years, and I was so okay. impressed in seeing him. I was like, wow, he's really retained himself. And the woman stopped working him because um, he got a little dangerous for her. He's a big, bolshy horse, and mm-hmm. she was trying to find a trainer, and she's like, she wasn't ready to do it, but in seeing him, I was impressed with how his body was because he was a wreck. 
when I first met him, even um, a couple years before that. So I just love that. Unless the horse has another injury, then they'll compensate again. Okay. But you're always, um, it's kind of like peeling back layers. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about the body is it heals quicker than it took the injury to metastasize. Okay. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah, it's just, that's how it kind of goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, if someone's interested in this type of work, right, and they yeah. um, they contact you and said, I want to do exactly what you do, what sort of work do they need to, I mean, obviously some sort of a knowledge with horses and be able to handle horses and, and yeah. work with yeah, them yeah. safely, but what else do they need? Do they need any sort of a medical background coming in or it, a massage? It's really, it's or? really nice. It's really nice to, yeah, exactly, yeah. to have a, a horsey background, mm-hmm. a, you know, a basic massage course. So they kind of know some sense of anatomy, but I'm not prejudiced to that or not. The, my biggest and most important thing for safety is horse handling. Yes. Because if they don't know how to handle a horse, because I get, I receive many emails from people who are human cranial trained and they want to come treat mm. horses and train in it. And it's dangerous. I mean, cranial yep. can be very dangerous with a head shaker or yep. another horse where sometimes they rear up sometimes, you know, because um, especially if they've had severe injury somewhere, like a horse can kick out. And if you mm. don't know that behavior, understand how to read it, you can get really injured. Yeah. Um, so I prefer to have people who've had previous yep. Yep. Um, horse education and a therapy. I don't care what it is, but, mm. um, you know, horse handling is number one for sure. Something about an anatomy, physiology. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, you know, I yeah. think basic horse owners ought to have that as far as I'm concerned. Like, oh, go for take sure. a dissection course. For sure. You know? For sure. Yeah. It absolutely. could only help you. Yep. 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 All right. Now, just thinking about, you know, I know that you travel a lot, you, you go abroad yep. a lot. If someone wants to contact you to come out to, you know, where are you traveling in the next year or so so that they could maybe fit you in, see what you're yeah, doing? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. My schedule, I'm always working on it. Oh, all no, the you're time. Going, to, and, going to New yeah. Zealand in November, aren't you? Yes, which yes. is very exciting. Equitana, yep. they contacted me and asked yep. if I'd come to New Zealand. And um, I always love Equitana. It's a great, I mean, I've done the one in Australia for many years. Yes. So I'll be there in November. I have a class coming. And then all of the upcoming workshops are always available on the website equinecraniosacral.com okay. Yeah. okay okay now if people want to contact you is that the best way just to go to the website yeah please I mean yeah best to go on the website I mean we check our Facebook page equine cranial sacral workshops I have two pages um, and Maureen Rogers page and any of that but it's nowadays I find I'm checking every bloody thing <laughs> so if, you know it's like oh my god Instagram too now so yes, um, the yes. best thing is, is please go to the website, send us an email, info at um, the page. You have the different contacts. You can yep. shoot an email. And because of my travel schedule, I just let people know if you don't hear from me or the office immediately, it's just that's not a negative. We will always get back to you. All right. All right. So I just let people know that. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's always, it can so, be a bit of a problem. But please reach yeah. out. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. it's always good. You bet. Okay, those details will be on Horse Chat slash Maureen Rogers or just go to Horse Chats and search for Maureen or search for Rogers and you'll find those details at the bottom of um, of the page there as well. You know, just for those, sometimes people are driving when they do podcasts, yeah. they're working or riding or, you know, doing something where they don't just have that <laughs> yeah. little bit of, I'll write that down. Cooking. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, you know, they can, they can get on from that. Look, Maureen, this has been very good. I think we can have a chat again if you're available. 
Um, I would love it. They yeah, I'd like to go it. into so a bit more, more depth. About head shaking. Yes, yeah, yes. that'd and be great. And head shaking is a, is a big problem, you know, and it's it's, oh, it's like huge. A, it's huge. Yes, yeah. yes, and I Worldwide. think that whole wide variety of of things that it could be, but. You know, I think it's certainly something to consider and, and probably earlier rather than later. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thanks. So, no, thanks. lovely. Yeah, thanks for chatting and um, we'll catch up True again pleasure. soon, I'm sure, and, and just hear a bit more and go into a bit more depth about the head shaking. Be great. Love it. Look forward to it. And okay. thank you so much for having me on as your guest. Appreciate it, Vince. Now, don't go. You're there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't I'm want here. you to hang so up. Yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. No, that was good, Maureen. I think if we can, um, I will send you an email and just ask you back again. And have you no, heard please. any of the other chats? No, not yet. Yeah. I, went, I, I was trying to figure it out when I the email and the link, <laughs> but I love how you have it set up because it's easy. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, this this whole chat. Get it. Get the app. Are you Android or or uh, Apple? iPhone. Yeah. So you yeah. have an app. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, fantastic. Okay, and we're sort of almost up to six hundred chats. So you'll find people from everywhere. You know, as I said, awesome. it's all about education in the horse industry. But listen to a couple. Let's start with ten. It'll be ten points on this. Ten tips on this. Ten. Okay. Ten. And then that way, if you do that, you'll be able to, um, you know, just have a bit of an idea about how we how we sort of organise it. And, and might give you some ideas. And if you want to come okay. back a few times, you know, 10 reasons why horses might head shake or 10 ways to fix head shaking or 10, you know, 10 whatever. Yeah, that would yeah. be fabulous, yeah, because yeah. yeah. to me education is key. And oh, absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and talking to people recently, in the last week, these horse owners here, because I'm in the States right now, just yeah. saying, we're so confused and what to do with our horses. Yes. And that's what I find because yeah. there's now even more so there's all these things and yep. therapies yep. and this yep. and that. And, you know, there's such confusion. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's so much easier. And if people have clear education, yes, it's so important, you yep. know. Yep, for sure. So for it's sure. fabulous what you guys are doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Fabulous what you're doing as well. So. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Maureen, um, I'm going to hang up now, but hopefully I'll talk okay. to you again sometime soon. Thank I you. I look forward to it. And thanks so much for asking me to be on. No worries at Always all, Always enjoy it. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you. Enjoy. Cheers. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate, and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below. 